At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. How do you get customers to engage with an ad-supported service and love every minute of it? Well, how about creating playlists that celebrate Dogecoin? Premium music service Treble shares some content tips and marketing hacks, so stay tuned for this and more in episode number 433. Welcome to Mobile Presence, your destination for everything mobile. I'm your host as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, senior Forbes writer and founder of Mobile Groove. And of course, this week bringing you Reimagine Growth. That is a special mini series on retention marketing, engagement marketing, brought to you by CleverTap, a leading customer retention platform powering more than 8,000 apps globally. So we often talk about marketing here. I mean, that's what we do. And we often say marketing and messaging, it has to strike a chord with audiences. Well, today I'm going to do that. No pun intended. We're going to take that seriously because my guest is the co-founder laser focused on user engagement at treble a premium music service designed for people who love music but can't afford to buy into a subscription plan so corey jones welcome to mobile presence reimagine growth thank you for having me peggy glad to be here you know you're solving a need for everyone regardless of their socioeconomic background or maybe just they don't want to buy into a subscription service but you're offering it. Where did the idea come from originally? We were looking at the music landscape several years ago. Uh, subscription streaming was really taken off and we knew that it was solving a, an important need for, for music rights holders. But we also knew looking at other subscription businesses uh, that there would eventually uh, likely be a saturation point. And, and you're starting to see that now in mm. Western markets such as the US and Europe. Um, and the propensity for people to pay uh, outside of those markets is significantly lower, either due to credit card penetration or lower incomes and things of that nature. Um, and you couple that with the fact that the, the, the biggest music service in the world, frankly, isn't, isn't a name like Apple or Spotify. It's actually YouTube. Um, and YouTube provides a very suboptimal experience uh, for users, number one. Uh, if you're using music videos as a substitute for on-demand music, it takes a lot of uh, uh, consumes a lot of cellular data on your phone, which again 
in these markets that we're, we're tackling uh, is, is problematic. And so we felt that there was a better way to both uh, engage these users uh, on their passion point of music uh, and, and do so in a way that would benefit the music industry and the rights holders and so forth. So that, that, that's really where mm -hmm. the idea originated. I'm just curious, you're doing something for people who can't afford access to music. What about for people who made the music? Are they treated a little differently as well? Absolutely. In fact, if you look at the history of music services, a lot of the companies that have gotten to scale, frankly, uh, started off by making the content available illegally at first, and then mm. going back to, uh, to the rights holders once they reached a, a certain point of scale and saying, hey, let's do a deal and that, you know, this whole ask for forgiveness later. Yeah. Uh, mentality and and for us it was really a a matter of of, of doing deals from the, from the jump. Uh, we knew that uh, that that the rights holders, the labels, the publishers, uh, you know, with with, with YouTube and, and and other free music out there, we knew that uh, getting on their side and and really having a, a relationship from the beginning would be important. So that's what we did. We went to them, we, we showed them our business model and, and, and we tested the product. Initially, it was actually at five college campuses. We collected some data, hmm. uh, the data looked good. And if you know anything about the licensing process with record labels, it, it can be a little bit time consuming. So we, we spent a little bit of time, uh, the better part of two years, really getting uh, deals done with uh, the three major labels. Um, and, and we have since added uh, uh, many of the independent organizations. Mm -hmm. That's very cool because I'm personally very into indie. You're also partnering with large brands. You know, you said the record labels, but but others to to make this happen. Can you just give me an update on where we are with those deals? Like what your ecosystem looks like? Sure. This is, brands are are a very important part of the service, and as I mentioned before, you know there there are very few categories that that you can think of that are that brands really want to be associated with at a, at a high level and, and music is obviously one of the one of the bigger ones because it, it is a passion point um, and an attachment to music is, is important to, uh, to to the big brands in the world and so um, I'll give you an example of a, of a way that we have worked with a brand recently um, late last year we actually this is in Mexico which is our largest market we we did mm. a deal it was a pilot deal um with the largest retailer in the in the world um and and the issue that they had was the following 75 percent roughly of the customers that buy products in their stores are paying in cash and when you're paying in cash you can't collect and retarget those customers and so that's a problem that they're trying to solve and so what we did is we developed a version of our product that removed ads, made downloads faster. I shouldn't say removed ads completely, but it, but it was an enhanced version of the product. It was only accessible if you scanned a, a code, a QR code on your receipt at their stores as you were checking mm. out. It, it got tremendous engagement. And, and, um, and, and, and so we've been able to take that model, and this is just, just one example, but uh, we've been able to take that model and, and really grow it out. Uh, but we do a lot of custom deals and, and obviously there are standard units that we have as well. You mentioned it before and I just like to unpack that a little bit. What's the appeal of trouble in Mexico? Sure. Um, we are actually, we haven't done a lot of marketing, a lot of brand marketing to date, but, uh, and most people mm -hmm. don't know this. We're actually the number one uh, app in both the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store in the free music category. Uh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. And so, so thank you. The, the the product market fit has been pretty uh, pretty phenomenal. And I think it, it what it really speaks to is the fact that look, like 
unless you've traveled the world, I think that there is this bias uh, being American and spending most of your time in the U.S. to think that the rest of the world operates like 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 we do, and, that, and that's just not the case. Um, uh, we solve a need that is important down there. Which look like I mentioned this before, but with uh, bandwidth, for example, like. When we go and we tell people, hey, like we are a music download service, people say downloads. Well, that's so like 10, 15 years ago. Well, well guess what? Um, in those markets, like why don't you try playing your music um, on public broadband or, 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 or Wi-Fi? It's, it's, it's really hard, you know, to get a good experience out of that. And so it's this, almost this overlooked need where we're saying, okay, you can't download the music uh, pay for by brands. Um, and then you have an uninterrupted experience. So if you think about it, Spotify Premium, um, you have on-demand music. The, the free version is radio service, okay? Um, offline and, and offline ability to play, that's on the premium. On, on the free version, you can't do that. All of those are offered uh, at no expense. And obviously there's, there's uh, friction with the, with the ads and so forth. But I think it has really spoken to the, the product market fit that we've been able to achieve down there, that this is a need that uh, the users have that, that we're solving. Mm-hmm. Talking about product market fit, you have a number of segments, partially and probably because music's some of those spaces. It's a great space, you know, people segment themselves for you. It's indie, it's urban, it's Latino, it's whatever. Uh, tell me about your approach to segmentation. How many segments? How do you determine them, define them? Our segmentation cuts uh, many different ways. Um, Initially, and, and we still do this, but we we try to segment based on uh, intent and behavior. So the, somebody might come to the app mm -hmm. and they may have something specific in mind that they're coming to the app because they want to download a specific song. And then there are some users that say, okay, I just want to import my library and then you help me discover music. And so we, we try to filter out those behaviors. But, but I'll tell you uh, uh, one of the more recent approaches, which has been interesting for us uh, for segmentation is just the source of user acquisition. And so, so what I mean by that is we have a few different channels, right? We, we you know, Google ads, Facebook, um, and TikTok actually just opened up uh, uh, ads in, in Mexico. And so we've been, we've mm. really uh, we found a lot of success there. And the reason that's important is because if you look at engagement and retention by source of acquisition, it's going to differ. And we found that uh, the, the numbers were, were, were different from TikTok than they were the other sources. But if you think about it, TikTok, what's popular on TikTok? Music is popular on TikTok. And it's, we've been able to provide an experience, an onboarding experience, if you're coming from TikTok to say, hey, look, we have partnered with these TikTok influencers. This is what they're listening to right now. They have curated playlists for us. Oh, and by the way, these were the trending songs on TikTok in your country last month. And so we were able to engage users in a way that is uh, we have some certainty um, mm -hmm. that they are going to find the content valuable. What does an engaged user look like to you? Good question. Um, look, every company has that that magic moment, so to speak. And, and for us, um, the the number one goal when somebody comes to the app is, is how can we get them to download um, X amount of songs? Getting mm -hmm. them to build up a library, obviously, because at that point, the, the app becomes more sticky. Um, you've made an investment in the product. And, and we find that, uh, that the retention for, for, for that group is significantly higher. So, so really, our, our, um, that's what I would consider an engaged user, Some, somebody that is, uh, uh, downloaded uh, a certain amount of songs, built up their library, but then is coming back 
And we think it's reasonable to expect that on a music uh, service, somebody is listening to music at least once a week. So we like to see play activity um, happening, mm -hmm. you know, weekly. So as a last quick question before we go to break, do you prioritize these users? I mean, do you give them the special treatment? You say, hey, these are the ones they're, they're, you know, they're building the playlist, they're, they're getting into the music. We do focus on them, um, mm -hmm. but we, we, we also focus on people that we still think we have an opportunity to engage. Like if you look at our um, app store reviews, for example, um, specifically in Mexico, where, where the team is a, a bit more robust, the, you are highly unlikely to see a review under three stars that we have not personally responded to. And you'd be, you'd be shocked how the frequency with which people will update their reviews if you just show a little bit of, of love. <laughs> um, but, but as far as the engaged users and keeping them more engaged long-term, I mean, look, uh, uh, personalization, we, we all know, is key. Uh, it's also it's also really hard, especially when you're a lean company like ours. But but you, there are creative ways to engage users that have shown activity initially. And I'll give you an example. If you can't personalize content specifically to an artist or a genre and provide recommendations, what you can do is say, look, I know that you grew up in the 90s, or I knew you grew up in the early 2000s. Well, guess what? Uh, Harry Potter was pretty popular back then and we have all the Harry Potter soundtracks. Did you know that we have that? And if you know what the primary audience is and you send out a notification with a graphic and so forth, I, I kid you not, but, um, the, the engagement it, it, mm -hmm. when we market that content is sometimes three times, sometimes four, up to four times higher than uh, versus a control group. Um, another example would be um, one hit wonders. You know, people wouldn't think to search for this stuff but nostalgia is extremely powerful. You know, if you were 12 years old, 15 years old when Macarena came out and we say, hey, check, check out this list of one hit wonders from your youth, uh, people will engage. Um, people will engage with a lot of things that I think you just have to think outside the box. And we're finding that to be uh, a, you know, a very powerful tool to bring users back. We're gonna talk about uh, some other approaches to personalization, ways that allow you to connect with the right people, right users at the right time. Loads more so listeners don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, 
Peggy and Saul. Welcome back to Mobile Presence Reimagine Growth. We have here Corey Jones. He is the co-founder of Trouble. Before the break, Corey, we were talking about something very cool about taking different approaches, thinking outside the box, making music relevant to me in a new light. Tell me about that and maybe how it worked in an actual campaign. Let me speak to the campaign uh, part of it first. Mm-hmm. So uh, co- companies use various tools for us. The, the engagement tool that we use is, is called Clever Tap. I would say that what's uh, very effective for us, we have an army of, of, of uh, folks, of, of, of employees that are putting together campaigns manually. And, and one of the things that we do there is we, we, re- we recommend content, right? And, and mm-hmm. one, of the cre- one of the creative playlists that we recently created was actually uh, around Dogecoin. So that, that was getting a lot of attention in the news. And we said, okay, this is a trend. How do we tap into that? And so we know that appeals to our audience, which is young millennials, Gen Zers, and so forth. And so we created a playlist. And, and I'm just going to start listening to some songs that were in that playlist, okay? Just to get, give you a sense of, of how we're gonna, we engage people. Okay. The first one was, was Fly Me to the Moon by Frank Sinatra. Uh, <laughs> started from the bottom by Drake. Uh, Money on My Mind by Sam Smith. Greedy by Ariana Grande. Uh, the Final Countdown by Europe, uh, Can't Stop by Red Hot Chili Peppers, and so on and so forth. I they love were, it. Right? And so, so we actually said, okay, why don't we try this? And so we used the campaign tool uh, with an image of the, 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 the Dogecoin or the Doge mascot. And we sent it out to users under the age of, I think it was 35, maybe 30. And it got instant engagement. It took off. Um, the number of wow. likes, uh, the number, the number of downloads on that playlist. Uh, one of the first reactions I actually got internally before I published this was from uh, from an employee I work with who sent me an LOL, LOL, because he was <laughs> laughing at the names of the songs in here. And so I would say that, you know, that's just an example of a, of a creative way to engage users and using CleverTap to do so. You're building a journey. The journey is around recommending me cool stuff. Uh, yeah. in a very, very cool way. Speaking of the journeys, I mean, uh, there are people that come to the app that will, like for example, in this case, we sent people to this playlist. Did they download the songs in the playlist or not? Let's say they downloaded 10 of the songs and they played one of them. Okay, what we, what we do is we actually set up a journey then that says, uh, yeah, did you know that you have nine songs you haven't played or some, something along those lines? And the end goal there is to try to get somebody to actually play the music. Um, and there are situations where somebody will build a, a download queue, for example, where they will check off various songs and they say, I don't have time to download them now, I'll, I'll download them later. And we will remind users, this is through the journey uh, in CleverTap, to, uh, to come back. Uh, mm-hmm. Oftentimes, we'll, we'll do this in the evening when, when people aren't, you know, aren't, aren't at their computers as much. And just remind them, just like you would uh, in, in retail, like, hey, did you have this item in your shopping cart? Well, hey, you have these songs ready, ready to download. And so, so that, that, those will be examples of the ways that we use the, the, the CleverTap tool, the, the journey mm-hmm. specifically. Every marketer is excited to try something when they understand, you know, what is the range? Put some numbers maybe on that for me. Sure. Uh, let's just go back to the, the Dogecoin. Um, okay. I just, wanted, I, I just wanted to see if people would, would launch the app again, because there are dormant users that uh, from, from a month ago, two months ago. And so I just wanted to see if people would launch the app again. Um, we're talking hundreds of percent higher app launches versus the control group. Wow. Seriously. Um, and so, so obviously that was, that was very valuable for us. We're talking, you know, several X in um, opens and, and re-engagement. Is that correct? 
That's correct. And by the way, once they're in the app again, they'll they'll see the playlist that we sent them to. But the home screen is also going to look different than the last time they were in the app. If it was, you know, two weeks ago, four weeks ago, six weeks ago, uh, just because we're updating our our our, our new releases uh, every mm-hmm. single week. And so the likelihood that they're they're able to find something that wasn't available when they were last in the app also goes up. And so you have a you have this this chance to to engage them on a longer term basis. What engages you, Corey? I'm just curious. What kind of music gets you? Or was it the Fly Me to the Moon? <laughs> Frank Sinatra. <laughs> I mean, look, like if you were to ask a lot of people, they would say I am a rock guy. And that is largely true. That's sort of my home base for music. Uh, I grew up around okay. a lot of punk rock specifically. I would say my my favorite band is probably uh, Bad Religion. Um, cool. But but I, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I listen cool. to a lot of stuff. I'm uh, okay. I was listening to Merle Haggard the other day, so there's that. There you go. You're just blowing, blowing the 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 mind of your, you know, your recommendation engines. Like, okay, now what do we give them? <laughs> exactly. I don't think Foo Fighters is the next one on this list. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so we talked about journeys, and of course, and so I'm gonna throw out some some stops on that journey. And you tell me what you think would work, you know, provide a top tip, an approach, a mindset, what marketers listening in can harness to achieve hopefully some awesome results. Uh, We talked about dormant users. How about finding out where users are dropping off and getting them to tune back in? What do you do there? Oh, great question. Um, I think most marketers will agree that that first three-day period is critical. And before we even get to the the earlier metric I, I was telling you about, about just getting people to download music, um, we got to get them to register uh, to, si- mm. to sign up for the to sign up for the app. We ended up running a survey actually, um, and, and digging into the data here and trying to understand. Okay, these are these are installs that, that we're, we're paying for, but we're not getting any value. What are the reasons? Because then you can start to, to target people. And so um, number one, if um, if you're a service without a big brand, people do have a problem trusting you. People uh, don't know what you're going to do with their data. People also don't, oftentimes don't know how they can sign up. And the other thing that we actually found in, 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 in Mexico is that what people will do is they will uh, install the app and then they will not sign up on the spot. But in the evening, maybe they will, uh, they, they will turn off their, their network connection. And so they come back into the app and they're not able to sign up because they're not, they're not uh, connected to a network. And so um, if you're able to detect, which we are using CleverTap, it's, it's, a, it's a property. If you're, if you're able to detect when that person uh, has a network, once again, a network connection, you can then probe them again and give them reasons to trust you, which you weren't able to do before because they were offline and the notifications didn't go through or what, what, what have you. Um, so, so that that for us has been um, a, a problem that that we've tried to solve and, and continue to try to solve. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more for you: um, churn, either predicting it or preventing it. For us, you're either we either want you to play music once a week or download music once a week. I mentioned uh, that we get new music every week. That it comes out usually on Fridays, sometimes throughout the week, uh, and we mm-hmm. just don't see a reason that that somebody should not log in to try to explore what's new. Um, I think some of that does have to do with personalization because uh, whatever's coming in, like, look, if you're, if you're a rock guy and, you know, Ariana Grande came out with a new album, you're not going to care, right? So, so you want to be able to recommend it properly. 
Um, but if somebody's not downloading music once a week and they go two weeks and they go three weeks, um, that's a pretty good predictor of churn for us. So we have we one of our goals is finding ways to bring those users users back. So I would say that that is a that is one of our predictive metrics. What we might be expecting from Treble soon. I mean, some people are listening and saying, "Hey, you know, you might just check it out just for these just for these eclectic lists that you're putting together." There's a lot coming to the app content-wise uh, beyond just mm -hmm. music. The big thing for us is we're actually trying to uh, expand right now. So we uh, fully intend to be in other markets uh, by the end of this year. Brazil is, is a big one for us mm -hmm. that, that we're beginning to tackle. So uh, figuring out what that looks like. Um, the, 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 the challenge there, I should say, uh, is that a lot of the content that gets high engagement there is actually extremely local. Um, it, they're genres that most people here have never heard of. And so really trying to understand that space and hiring the right people there that understands, uh, understand it um, like in, in intuitively and can curate content uh, properly. Um, so for us really it's, right now, it's about expansion. We, we've, we've proven the product market fit. Um, let's get the, the additional brands on board that can help us launch in these other countries. Cool. And that's where we're focused. I can totally see it, you know, expanding into other areas and uh, connecting between music and other things, you know, brand, commerce, lifestyle. I mean, that's what it is, right? That's right. That's right. So we won't give it away. We'll see what happens. What's the best way to connect with you? I would say LinkedIn. Uh, Treble right. Music is our Instagram. So Treble Music. And it's treble.io. Treble.io is our website. That's, that's Absolutely. Correct. And we'll have those in the show notes as well. So, hey, thanks again for sharing your journey. Thank you, Peggy. And Corey has shared his journey, as I said, and to keep marketers and organizations up to date, helping them drive customer connection and results for their business, CleverTap has curated the latest presentations from the CleverTap quarterly for you over at YouTube. The company's flagship event offers insights around the state of the industry and CleverTap's latest platform innovations, including best practices you don't want to miss, Hearing from customers, including Disney plus hot stars, they discuss trends they see emerging in the streaming industry or just reveal how they've used the platform to score massive wins. You can even take a sneak peek into CleverTap's dynamic new branding. So learn from the best. Check it all out over at CleverTap Quarterly. The playlist is on YouTube. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week, find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then email me, Peggy. Peggy at mobilegroove.com is where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. You can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to wmr.fm, or you can find our shows on Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.